Kobasi and that racket must mean that you're out of your comfort zone, out of your happy place, and into the hut, the hut of sausage that is, and I'm full of it. That's right, everybody. Johnny Cabasa on Twitter. Johnny Cabasa rocks on Instagram. JohnnyCabasa.com. Your favorite shitty website. But it doesn't seem like it's ever going to improve. But it doesn't matter. Because you can get all the huts going back seven years. Six years? Seven years. Seven years. Damn. Seven years? Six years. Whatever. Just go back and listen. Just start thumbing back through your podcast feed. uh, They're all on there. Just go back and listen to a bunch of them. They're fun. They're fucked up uh, by today's standards, but that's the way it should be. Because 99% of the other podcasts out there just blow. And if you do a podcast, chances are people don't give two shits what you think about shit. So you really got to give him an entertainment enema like old Johnny K. And that's what we try to do here on the Sausage Gut. If you like video games, I do an occasional podcast about Cyberpunk 2077 and Fallen for Fallout 76. So if you're new to those games, go give those a listen. 
That's what I do with the hood. So let's get right into the podcasting, shall we? Sounds good to me. So my friend dropped off this goddamn Tourette's Syndrome donkey outside of my house today, and he just won't shut up. I don't know what to do with it. It just just keeps making that noise, and I try to kick in it. And I tried going outside where the birds are chirping, and I don't know. (laughs) So I I drove, like I threw this goddamn Tourette's donkey into the back of my truck, and I took him on down to the dairy farm, and I said, hey, bro, uh, can you uh, do anything about this uh, thing? And he's like, hell, man, I can't get my can't get my cows to shut up, let alone this stuttering fucking donkey that you got. And I was like, well, you mind if I leave him here for a while? He's like, well, I said, how about I give you 50 bucks? He's like, all right, put him back in the barn with the rest of them. Apparently, this dude's got other jackasses. (laughs) So, that was that. Phew. End of my troubles. So, there I just was and thought I'd... Thought I'd head outside and enjoy the nature for a while and think that bird. And then the next thing I know, I'm in a pasture with a bunch of horsemen go by. And there were four horsemen, oddly enough. And they were riding along the river. It seemed like they were going somewhere. And kind of looked like they were looking for somebody. I don't know if they were looking for Frodo or that was the case it'd be like dude where's the right where's the rest of you because there were nine riders that came after frodo and then i was like dude you guys uh you guys into metallica because uh they wrote a song 40 years ago about you guys they nodded they never stopped though they just kept on riding so i continued my meanderings Next thing I know, these. <laughs> I don't know, it was just like. It was almost like a dream, but like the farther I walked, I, I saw these madmen and these crying babies, and. It was just like. <laughs> and then this, this. This laughing idiot just kept hitting himself in the head with a, one of those. Like, rubber mallets. <laughs> like. And I was like, dude, are you going to do something about this crying baby? And he was just like, <laughs> he kept hitting himself with that rubber mallet. I was like, I don't know what to do, man. And then like, I was like, uh, I was like, what? A, the, I was like, dude, will you stop hitting yourself with the rubber mallet? So I went up to this guy and, and I just like took the rubber mallet out of its hand and everything stopped. It was like the rubber mallet was the crux upon which this madness continued. The baby stopped. The birds came back. and I felt tranquil there along the river after a somewhat interesting couple of minutes, obviously. Glad the four horsemen didn't come riding for me. 
just waiting for a bell to toll because the bell tolls for the so then I heard this clanking sound it was different from the rubber mallet against the crazy man's head and I remembered the donkey I remembered the cow and I remembered the horsemen and they all started swirling together in my head concentrate on the birdies because they were my favorite especially the little ones <laughs> next thing I know this dude <laughs> starts kicking up again I thought I <laughs> he just didn't keep doing it I'm like what the hell stop it I had to go walking back over to him and then and then I just like gave him one good one and all of a sudden, the laughing stopped. But it wasn't good this time. Because I think I hit him a little too hard. And then I turned around and I was at the 18th hole of the Masters. And I just nailed a putt. <laughs> oh, that's great. I felt great and I took my hat off and I shook the hand of my opponents and I had that tan line on my forehead because I'd been wearing a hat all day and everything just seemed okay after that and I was like man my nose is a little sunburned and uh, everything seemed okay at that point so I was like well now what do I do I guess I gotta go to the next tournament, right? And then, then everything got weird, and all of a sudden, and the next thing I know, I'm in an air show, and this airplane just comes flying around in big loops, and it just kept getting closer to the ground every time. And I was like, dude, that guy's gonna—I don't know what's wrong with him. But he just kept going around and around and around and around. And then, for some reason, I had—I just wanted to snap my fingers. Because I knew if I snapped my fingers, everything was going to change. And then I raised my fingers. I snapped my fingers and then... <laughs> Crash Sita. <laughs> then I'm in an elevator and this alarm's going off. And this dude next to me just keeps dropping his change and picking him back up. 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 And I'm like, I just wanted to go to floor six where the unmentionables are and the sporting goods. And I'm like looking at this person and they're just like stuck in a loop. And I'm like, hit escape, bro. Hit escape. Hit escape. Hit escape. Everything stopped. 
thought I heard someone whistling at me. I, don't, I turn around, like, and I don't see anybody. And the elevator door opens. And I walk in to the sixth floor. And I see the finest lingerie I've ever seen, as far as I can see, in every direction. But someone keeps whistling for me. And I was like, What? What? There was nobody else around. But all the bras were just gigantic. It must have been like Triple H cups or something like that. So I start walking down one of the aisles thinking I'm going to find whoever's whistling at me. Actually, I didn't even know if that person was whistling at me. I don't even know if it was a person, to tell you the truth. But I didn't see anybody. All I saw was the most beautiful lingerie. Every shape, size, and color. Except the bras were all Triple H cups. Whew. And then an idea dawned on me. Maybe I should whistle back. So I whistled. I whistled again. The whistle was returned. Or was it? Was it just on a loop too? I don't know. I'll try to whistle one more time. Then there was nothing. And I felt so alone because it was just me and this gigantic sixth floor lingerie shop and now I felt so alone I wondered if perhaps I could find the donkey that I started off with or the cow at the dairy farm that I found when I took the donkey to the dairy farm Or maybe the four horsemen along the river. Or maybe the crying baby. Or maybe the crazy man hitting himself with a rubber mallet. (laughs) Oh no. All of a sudden I heard a door open. And I thought, what could that be? I don't see a door. But then all of a sudden... I heard another door, or maybe it was the same door. I'm not sure, but oh no. Now, on the wall, the walls are full of doors, a wall I never saw before, and each door keeps opening slowly, slowly, but certainly. So I hit the floor. Oh no, I heard another gun. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Oh shit, then somebody else is coming out the door. And that sounds like the somebody from the Wild West is shooting at me. Oh no. Like, let me out of here, dude. I don't even have a gun. I mean, I should have a gun in a situation like this. Doesn't it seem kind of weird? So I just, I just grabbed one of those gigantic bras and I stuck it on my head like they did in Weird Science. And I tied it on because it was ceremonial.
And then I woke up and I was like, dude, that was a crazy dream, man. One of the crazier ones I've had. But I didn't let it stop me. I just got up and shit my brains out, dude. It was a weird day. You know what I think it was? I think I ate too much of something before I went to bed. I went and bought some of the cheesy poofs. Cheddar and sour cream cheesy poofs. The new ones that aren't like, oh, it's got a lot less fat than regular potato chips. Or cheesy poofs. Probably not if you eat the whole box. They give you nightmares. They give you crazy dreams. But I'll tell you what, I'd like to go back to that. Triple H lingerie floor. And just have a peaceful journey as opposed to someone coming at me from every direction. But that's how it goes when you're Johnny K and you're trying to make a sausage hut, man. Every time I try to go to record something, I get 15 things in my way. My chair starts floating down. You know those office chairs that just give out and you got to pump them back. I don't even know why. Like I'm sitting there all of a sudden, boom, down it goes. Trying to record a little guitar. Uh, uh, I try to use my wah pedal. The battery goes dead. I got to replace the battery. Then I got this cord going to this cord. I got the iRig going into the iPad. And then that needs an end. Then I've got... Then my headphones weren't the right kind of headphones. So I had to get another pair of headphones just so I could listen to listen to it putting it into the ipad and then as i'm playing that's when you know another big dump comes and i'm just like why can't i just do something can't i just do something and then everything else too is like every goddamn table every surface of anything is just has stuff on it and if i try to move it you know something falls off and it's every time i try to get any tables it's cleared off it's just you know it, I, all of a sudden it's just set up with junk and i throw kind of throw away stuff all the time it's just more junk i'm just covered with junk and i'm tied down with cords all over the place and everywhere i go i gotta carry 14 things i got the weight it's just weighing me down man and all i want to do is sit here and make stupid shit for you guys but it's never fucking easy why can't it just be easy like right now on my desk, I've got an Xbox controller, can of LaCroix, a phone, like a, an old school phone that I can talk into, speakers, computers, a little thing, of, a little statue of Albert Einstein that keeps me going, cords here, cords there, 14 different kinds of cords. It just never ends. <laughs> But somehow they're all necessary, which is weird. Like, it's not that they're just superfluous stuff. It's like, oh, I need all this stuff. Well, why don't you get some... Uh... It's just stuff, you know. So I think I need some organization in my life, so... I'm going to call up my shrink, Dr. Superfluous, and see. Let's, let's see if we can talk about getting organized this is Dr. Superfluots
Hey, Dr. Superfluids, how are you doing today? Hi, Johnny. Is this our scheduled time? Because, you know, I'm going to have to charge you if I pick up the phone. It's okay. I know I had like three or four different uh, things that I could use, right? Like I'd get out of jail free card where I could just call you and then that would be just be like an hour. But I'm only going to talk to you for like 15 minutes. Is, like, is that okay? Are you busy right now? Well, Johnny, I just made a nice cheese souffle and I was just about to sit down and enjoy it with a nice bottle of Chianti and watch Dairy Girls because I need to catch up on that. Oh, you watch Dairy Girls too? Yeah, Johnny, it's so funny. I just, those girls with their Northern Irish accent and the way they just talk about it during the Troubles back then. You know, my aunt was over at Northern, in, in Dublin, no, in Belfast during the Troubles and people died and, you know, just people tried to get along and it was just one of those things. So when they really made uh, a comedy about that with people from from the area, it was just really neat. It was. I love Dairy Girls and I just, well, I just finished it actually and... You know, it's one of those shows you just wish would go on forever, but really three seasons was good. I loved the last episode. Made me tear up a little bit. So, Well, don't spoil it for me because I still got some more some more episodes to go, Johnny. But you, did you, isn't Sister Michael so funny? Isn't she just a riot? Yeah, Sister Michael's funny. She's always just... Honestly, I think she could be funnier, but the understated tone of her delivery is funny. So she's... You're always just waiting for that. Wait, what's she gonna say now? What's she gonna say now? What's she gonna say now? Yeah, well, it's funny. She is funny, and I hope everything worked out for her. Yeah, it's weird in season three that she had a broken leg. And wait, don't spoil it. I'm just starting season three. Okay, Doctor Superfluous. But really, that's. I, I mean, I could sit down and talk to Dairy Girls, talk Dairy Girls with you all night, but. I really need to talk about my organization. It's just like everything. I've just got everything is just scattershot all around me. Well, you know, they say a cluttered house is a sign of a cluttered mind, Johnny. So that's just something you're going to have to work on. I know, but like, there, you know, storms came through, hurricanes and shit, and got water in the basement. It seems just seems like every time I get the basement set up the way I want it, it's just something, something else happens. What do you have in your basement, Johnny? Well, there's, you know, there's just a bunch of stuff down there. And I try to get rid of it. And I swear the stuff just recreates. It's, it's spontaneously, spontaneously, not spontaneous combust. What is it? Spontaneously generates other junk that I, and I, I just, no matter how much I try to get rid of, there's just another layer of junk waiting for me. Well, is, is that a dream you had, Johnny? Because sometimes we have dreams about this stuff, and you know about your dream. Tell me about a dream you had recently. Well, it's funny that you say that, because I just had this crazy dream about I, I had a, a stuttering donkey outside my house that I took to a dairy farm, and then I came upon a river with a four horsemen riding down it. And all of a sudden there was this dude with a baby who was just hitting himself on the head with a rubber mallet. And I took the rubber mallet away and that kind of worked. That stopped, but then the four horsemen came back and I should have just been like, dude, we the four horsemen hate. Well, Johnny, are you, uh, yeah, I know. I, I, we all know that four horsemen is one of your favorite Metallica songs. And hopefully they're going to play it when you go see them in the stadium in a couple months. But, you know, they better if they're going to play. I mean, you know, they're doing two stadiums at the same time. I mean, they're doing the stadium two nights in a row. And they're 
They're playing two different set lists each night. They goddamn better well play four horsemen. Yeah, you're right. They better goddamn well play four horsemen. But that's it. You know, that goes all the way. Can you believe that that's 40 years old now? Yeah, we're getting it. Well, you know, you're you're not getting any younger, Johnny. That's for sure. And you're still wasting your time talking into this goddamn phone on your fucking podcast. I know. I know. Why? That is the, that is the question. Why? But that's really not the question while I'm talking to you now. Right, Doctor Superfluous. Well, Johnny, you know, you're you're it's your money, so I've got the time. What else do you want to talk about? I'm like, well, how can I always have every tabletop just full of junk all the time? And it's not junk; it's just like stuff I'm using. It's just like I'm just a big fountain of clutter. As much as I try, as much as I try to clean up, it's just like there's 14 other things that just spill out of the they spontaneously generate out of the atmosphere. I think. Okay, so tell me, like, what do you have on your coffee table right now, Johnny? Well, how did you know I had a coffee table? Everybody has coffee tables, Johnny, if they like drinking coffee. Do you like drinking coffee? Well, I like decaf. Well, that's close enough. So what do you have on your coffee table? Well, there's today's mail. Well, there's one thing. Let's make. Let's try to just, when you go out to get the mail, why don't you sit at the dinner table to do your mail? Don't plop down in front of the TV to watch your shows and try to go through your mail. Because, Jenny, what you have to do is you have to learn how to focus. Okay, focus. Focus? Focus on what? The, the mail or the Dairy Girls? Well, when you're done focusing on other things, that's when you should watch the Dairy Girls. And don't split screen it. You want to watch one thing at a time because the brain only can handle one thing at a time. I don't think that's really true, to tell you the truth. I think the brain is made for multitasking, especially in the 21st century, maybe in the 19th century when you grow up. Oh, aren't you fucking funny? Um, yeah, you sit down and read a book, and there's really nothing else to do when you're sitting in your log cabin because you didn't have radio and you didn't have electricity and you, all you had was a candle, and reading by the light of a candle is a pain in the ass, isn't it? Well, yes, it is, but sometimes I like to read by the light of a candle because if i read like you know a romance novel i can just just barely make it out and just see oh there's lady chatterley out by out by the barn where the servant lives and oh he's taking a shower and there he is washing up and all of a sudden he sees this gigantic cock wait a second dr superfluous wait a second i've seen that movie honestly actually the they've remade it a couple times well, you know, it's a book, too, and everybody loves the book. It's been around for a long time. Of course it has. Lady, young Lady, or Lady Chatterley's Lover. It's great, great. To, the, the, the old school 1980s softcore porn got me through, you know, uh, junior high. <laughs> I don't know. I was on late at night, and we had showtime, and whoo-wee. And then when the girl from the Crown remade it, I was like, when I saw that she was the the girl, the Lady Diana from the Crown was in a remake of Lady Chatterley's Lover, I was just like, oh shit! So need, needless to say, I had you know, every I have the time stamps wrote down for all the good scenes on that one, just like I used to do. Well, Johnny, she is a beautiful girl, and the tale is. Very multi-layered, and you know what can you do when your husband comes back from World War One and he can't walk and he wants to have a kid and he tells you, uh, "Go out and do what you got to do." <laughs> I want an heir, so that's what she does. She goes out and finds a girthy, strapping man that is strong and knows how to unbutton a teddy slowly. 
disrobes you and then throws you on the floor of the forest and down you go. Okay, okay, Dr. Superfluous. Okay, okay. I get it. I get it. Oh, so what were you? Uh, hey, you got me. You got me sidetracked. Well, Johnny, it seems like you're basically the story of your life is that you're constantly sidetracked. And what we have to do here is find a track, the main track, because you, you say you're on the sidetrack. Where's the track? Where's the track that you're supposed to be on? That's a good question. Where is the track I'm supposed to be on? I, I Maybe I'm just on the sidetrack all the time. Maybe that's maybe sidetrack is my main track. Well, it doesn't really work that way, Johnny, because if you were just sidetracked all the time, you'd just be going around in circles. But what if I was just going in like less than 360 degrees and then I wouldn't necessarily be going in a circle? I'd be getting somewhere. It might not be where... It might not be where I should be going, but... Well, you know, there's no should, Johnny. You make the should. That's the thing. When when it comes right down to it, it's something that you have to do as a person. Decide where you want to go in life. Well, it's basically just I can just barely make it through a week. That's all I can do. My only goal is just go from week to week and say, okay, I made it through one week. I can just eat a bunch of cheese on one day because I try to just eat a bunch of cheese on one day. And when cheese day comes, I'm into it. You know what I'm saying? Well, who doesn't love cheese, Johnny? And cheese makes the world go round. But you gotta sometimes be careful with the cheese because next thing you know, you're going to be, you're going to be as backed up as John Candy was in Uncle Buck. You know, it's going to feel like a mouse, and everywhere you go, you're just going to be asking if they have a plunger or something like that. That's a good point, Doctor Superfluous, because that John Candy's one of my favorite dudes, and I'm sure he took gigantic gorilla dumps when when he was eating a lot of cheese, and especially since he was from Chicago. Actually, he was from. He was from Canada, so I think he was from Toronto. Okay, he's from Toronto, and they they eat a lot of poutine up there, so he's definitely taking big dumps. And you know, he came to Second City after that, so he did spend some time in Chicago, and then that was it was fun times for him. And then he just went he he went huge uh, in more ways than one, Johnny. He started making movies, and he just gained the weight and gained the weight and gained the weight. But he was just a funny guy, and everybody loved him. But I'm sure he was just. Nothing but pain on the inside, behind the tears of a clown, Johnny, when there's no one around. Do you know that one? Yeah, that's one of the greatest songs ever written. Do you know it's about the Pagliacci, Pagliacci, the uh, the clown? It's an opera, actually. You don't find many pop songs with with a reference to to an opera, do you? Well, no, but maybe 65 years ago when the song was written, that's what that's what they did. Either way. Tears of a Clown, one of the greatest songs ever. So about me, let's get back to me getting organized. And honestly, the, the only way to get organized is just throw everything away. And I swear, I'm just throwing everything away every chance I get. And I just can't keep up. And I don't know why. So it keeps coming out of the fucking floor. Okay, Johnny. Okay, let's... Uh, maybe, maybe what we can do is we can hire an organizational consultant. And they can come into your house... Have you ever watched Hoarders, Johnny? I'm not a fucking hoarder. I'm the opposite of a hoarder. I want to get rid of stuff, but like stuff keeps falling out of the sky. Well, maybe that's another one of your problems, Johnny. Things don't just fall out of the sky. They're 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 there because they put you there because you put it there. An inanimate object is an inanimate object, and it's not going to move unless you move it, and that's how it works. You're right. You're right. So, you know, the biggest, the biggest, the the the, the bulk. The bulk garbage comes once a month, and that's like the biggest day of the month for me. I always make sure I just get. I'm I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get rid of stuff this month, 
and I piled it all up and there's no better feeling in the world than than uh, Lady Chatterley's logsman uh, laying the logs here? No. <laughs> Dr. Superfluous, there's no better feeling in the world than throwing away a bunch of garbage and I love it. I just love it. I love watching garbage get thrown into the 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 garbage truck. As a matter of fact, when I hear the garbage truck coming down the street, I just I go up to the window and I peek out because I don't want them to see me and I just peek out there and I go, oh I can't wait. Oh I can't wait. Here he comes. And then they they grab the thing with their mighty arm and they throw that can up there and the shit goes flying everywhere and they bring the thing back down and sometimes they knock it over and every time they don't leave it uh, upright I just want to get a slingshot and fucking slingshot that driver right in the face. Well it's a good thing that you don't do that because well a you probably don't have a slingshot and b you're probably not that you probably couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a slingshot let alone a laser pointer ar-15 or, or something like the sniper rifle right you're right i don't have that good aim i wish i did though because it just seems like aim should be, aiming should be easy right you point and you shoot Whew, not really it's not as easy with the slingshot i know you know the slingshots where they put you know, I like the slingshot that go went over your wrist, so it gave you kind of some wrist support, as opposed to just finding a, a wishbone in a tree and putting a rubber band on it and hoping for the best. You know, they really make like you can go down to the sporting goods store and get a real slingshot. Well, it's good that you don't have any slingshots, Johnny, because practicing slingshots is a good way to break out some windows. Because no matter where you go, there's always a bunch of windows. And if you can't handle the goddamn slingshot, you're going to break somebody's window. So let's make sure that when you're getting yourself organized and you feel the need to slingshot somebody, one, don't use that big of a rock, and two fucking don't do it in front of any goddamn windows. I mean, even if it's 50 feet, 75 yards away, don't do it. Because you know you're going to subconsciously want to aim at that window and shoot that thing out. You know, when I was a kid, Dr. Superfluous, and this might explain a lot. Okay, go ahead, Johnny. I, there was a crab apple tree next door to my house, and I had a racquetball racket because Dad played racquetball for a little while. And every year, the crab apples would start falling from the tree. <laughs> And there is this little body shop, a couple houses down, and me and my buddy would grab the crab apples, and we'd kind of hide between the houses, and then we'd start pinging them, ping, 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 pinging the crab apples with the racquetball racket down at this, down at the body shop, and they always had their garage door open, <laughs> and we try. <laughs> pink and the dude i had to know like he's like every after a while the dude would just come out like he's like i can see you assholes down there pinging these stop hitting those goddamn crab apples down here we were just like and we were just like Whoa. well johnny i think that might you might have actually just uncovered the source of your disorganization uh crab apples on the ground so let's use that as a theme let's say let's Pick up those crab apples in your mind, Johnny, and let's just throw them away and push that can out to the end of the straight and watch the garbage truck come down and just take all your cares away, Johnny. And uh, you're you're going to be PayPaling me, right? That's going to be my regular weekly fee for you. Well, thank you again, Dr. Superfluous, for figuring that shit out with me. And I can't wait till the next time we talk, okay? Okay, Johnny, for fuck's sake.
take care of yourself. You too. Well, that was a wild ride, wasn't it? Into the sunset we go. Even though the sunsets are coming earlier now. For those of you dealing with the hurricane, love you. Hang in. Let me know if there's anything I can do. All y'all out in Maui, same thing. All y'all in Ohio that got the bullshit last week, same to you. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. How about a follow? And could you give, go and give me a positive review on like Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts? Like, say, five star. And like, hey, this guy's funny. He's out there, but he's funny. Would that kill you? Because like, I can't get anybody to give me a goddamn review. Come on already. It's the best fucking podcast going. Nobody else is doing this shit. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Paloma Blanca